Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. should be on the Redeemer and it doesn't mean we ignore the things Paul didn't ignore these pretentious preachers he mentions them but he's not focused on them it's not a consuming you know obsession of his his obsession is Jesus Christ and him crucified the Redeemer of the world that's that's he's obsessed with building the kingdom of Christ with sharing to everybody. The church's moral stance on select issues is often a point of contention and controversy. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us that while those things can't be ignored, our focus should not be on those issues and everything that's wrong with our world, but on spreading the good news of redemption found in Jesus Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I was a horrible husband, and he saw it. And he sat me down and basically said to me, Bro, you are a, you are a horrible husband. But he loved me too much not to go there. Can you see that? It was love. And I knew that, which is why we're still friends today, even though he made me really mad. I'm going to come back to that. But see, Paul says, you can spot the sincere ones because of the love. You can spot it because it's love. The motivation's love. He had nothing to gain. Steve had nothing to gain and a lot to lose by calling me on the carpet the way he did. He did it anyway because he loved me. And he loves Jesus. And it wasn't, it wasn't for personal gain. It wasn't a self-centered, self-seeking kind of thing. It wasn't that at all. Like I said, he, he, had a, he had much more to lose than he had to gain by sitting me down. If you looked at it from just a natural, you know, human, uh, earthbound point of view. But the third thing I want you to notice from the passage here, what Paul has to say, he says, you know, some of them are preaching Christ. Some of them are proclaiming Christ out of envy, thinking that they're going to make my imprisonment even more painful, add affliction to my chains. Some of them are, are, are doing that. And some are doing it sincerely. Some are, some are doing it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. And he says, what, what then? Verse 18, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice. See, Paul said, you know what? Yes, they're insincere. They're fakers, but they're lifting up Jesus. Now, was he winking at their hypocrisy as he said that? No. I mean, he put them out there, right? Wasn't he clear? This is wicked. This is not right. 
It's pretense. It's not sincere. Yeah, he was clear on that. But he said, I'm not being distracted by that. That's not going to stop me from doing what I'm called to do. I'm not going to get distracted and now be focused on attacking them and, and just going after them. No, I'm just going to keep presenting the gospel. I'm going to keep preaching the gospel. Do you understand? The church has been rendered much less fruitful than it should be and could be by giving in to distractions. We focus on the sin rather than on redemption and the Redeemer. Do you understand? We get all preoccupied with this particular sin or, or sinful condition or this particular sinful pursuit or, you know, we're, we, we start, you know, we, we allow ourselves to be distracted. We, we focus on this or we focus on this person or whatever we're, we're attacking, whether we're talking about government or things like abortion or homosexuality or whatever, we start, we get, all, we get distracted when our message is one of redemption and our focus should be on the Redeemer. And it doesn't mean we ignore the things. Paul didn't ignore these pretentious preachers. He mentions them, but he's not focused on them. It's not a consuming, you know, obsession of his. His obsession is Jesus Christ and him crucified, the redeemer of the world. That's, that's, he's obsessed with building the kingdom of Christ, with sharing to everybody Jesus died for you so that you can be free, so that you can be recreated. You can become a, a brand new person just by coming to him and saying, would you please make me new, make me your child, bring me into your family. That was his obsession. It should be our obsession. Paul, Paul wasn't obsessed with his own reputation. See, th these people were, were basically, a, they were tearing Paul down in order to build themselves up. They were saying, Paul's wrong, we're right, come follow us. But meanwhile, they're lifting up Jesus. And so Paul just, he trusted himself to Jesus. He said, you know, it really doesn't matter. Because ultimately, who is, who is it that's doing the teaching? It's Jesus. Our living Savior is the one who teaches. It's the Holy Spirit of the living God who imparts spiritual truth to a human being. It, it always, it has to be Him. Sometimes He uses human voices. Sometimes he, he uses Paul. Sometimes he uses people. But you know what? Often, he just does it directly himself. It's always him. Paul understood that. They're lifting up Jesus. Jesus is going to teach. Jesus is going to transform people's lives. I'm amazed at how often I've seen people, you know, they, they, they get deceived and drawn away and they'll go and they'll dabble in this for a little while. And I've heard from so many different people that the route they, they took to come to the cross was by way of all kinds of other religious pursuits. But if they're pursuing truth, have a heart to know truth, Jesus will meet the person. Jesus will teach them. Jesus will impart truth. Jesus will draw them. He, he tells us that's the way it works. The Father draws people to His Son. The Holy Spirit working in their lives to change them from the inside out. He will do that. And so Paul wasn't worried about it. He said, listen, they're, they're, you know, they're proclaiming Jesus, so I rejoice. Because he understood. You know, I was thinking about this whole thing and, and thinking about the thing with Steve where Steve confronted me and how, how angry he got and how angry I got and... A question came to me. 
I want to conclude with it. How many of you would stop going to work because you got mad at a coworker? Wouldn't even cross your mind, would it? I mean, if you if you like really had a major blowout, you might take a day off to get a grip, and you know, but you wouldn't just stop going to work. Why not? You got a job. You can't do that. And yet we'll do that with church. We let our we let our emotions, our petty disagreements, our petty differences render us unfruitful and ineffective. I've seen so many Christians, please listen to me on this, please hear my heart. I've seen so many Christians allow the enemy to rip them off, just completely rip them off over little petty emotional things, little petty disagreements that look oh so big in the moment. And then you realize that, wait a minute, eternal rewards are being affected by this little spat. So, so sad. It's so wrong. Just giving away spiritual rewards because we've, we've had a little spat with a brother or sister in Christ with whom we're going to spend eternity. Listen, we need to get over ourselves. And we need to be generous with the mercy we ourselves have received. Did you hear that? We need to be generous with His mercy. You realize Jesus said that if you can't forgive one another, He won't forgive you. It's, it's a fascinating thing, you know, to, to, to really consider. I look at, I have two kids. When my kids are, are, are butting heads as a parent, you know what I do? I make them work it out. Now think that through with me for just a minute. You've had a spat with some Christian brother or sister, and so you decide you've got to go to another church. And then you all get to heaven together. What do you think God's going to do? Face to face until you work it out. Even if it takes you the rest of eternity. Just get it done now. Just get it done now. Work it out. Forgive. Be merciful. Stop making things about you. Self-seeking. Envy. He says that's from the pit. That's just the enemy trying to, rip, trying to rip you off. You need to spot it in yourself. Recognize it as being the hellish distraction that it is. And then you need to also recognize it in other people. So that you can pray for them. So that you can lovingly minister to them. Or at least so you can get out of the way. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio. <laughs>